we are back in the building it been about what three weeks mom yeah yeah me and you yeah yeah we had a with me and dan then me you and and big mo yeah well that ain't big mo what is big reese yeah big big reese big reese got some good feedback on that what you think about how your dad do what you think I think uh, I think he did good. Like we 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 kind of spoke a little bit at that point. It was like you know for somebody that's like coming in and kind of excited, you know. But a lot mm-hmm. of people have been hit me up. Uh, even Rick hit me up. He's like, man, your pop seemed like he real interesting. It's like a real cool dude. Dan hit me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. It's it's been some good Dan feedback. Hit you up? Dan hit me up too. He said yeah, I had to. Yeah, he ended he up calling he his pops. Yeah, he's like I had to call he my pops. Like, yeah, that's dope. Uh, but me and him were having a. I let you finish the intro, but me and him were having a conversation today where I was like, ah, yeah, you got to put a bow on that. I, it was so like heavy. I was like, ah, man, we was talking about bliss. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah, your dad seemed like an interesting dude. He seemed like what I would, and it, what I would assume, like from what I seen in the Indianapolis guys, like nigga was growing up that was outside. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, he, he he don't come off corny or nothing like that at all, man. Oh, it's yeah. hard to do when you get that age, man. Yeah. It's hard not to be corny when you get that old. <laughs> yeah, bro. you're right. So yeah, he he, can, he come out well, man. I I really enjoyed that. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if my dad's gonna be that tame. So we we'll get him. On. <laughs> it's gonna make for great content. We are gonna be on YouTube by then, baby. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be, man. And I know Dro listening. Maybe we we'll get his dad on here, man. That'll really. Oh be a good man, one. yeah. That'll really be a good one, man. We we'll get him and his dad on here. I, I think that'll be dope too. Oh, man, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you're late to the party. This is another week in the books. Check out last week's episode. Check out all the episodes, man. Mm-hmm. We're getting up close to episode 50. 49 times we've done this, man. We're coming up on episode 50, a little bit of over a year mm-hmm. celebration, getting this thing in. Mo, we here to talk, just have conversations and elevate conversation amongst black men. That's what we do. That's what another week in the books is all about. I've enjoyed this year getting to know you, Mo. Yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed the things that we've been able to talk about. I've enjoyed the interactions with the people who enjoy this show. So y'all continue to rate, subscribe, like, tell people that you know about it that would like this show to tap in, man. Also call that number. I don't even I don't know it by heart or anything like that. But call the number. Leave some voice notes, mm-hmm. voice messages in there. That's the that's the number to the show. Yeah. I got a direct line for a number to the show. So you guys keep continue to use that number. Call to leave messages, whatever you. Mean. I may even pick up one time. Hey, <laughs> he ain't going Hollywood on y'all. Y'all got access to I may even pick Spike Lee. Yeah, y'all, y'all can call that number. I may pick up, man. If not, text. We'll read the stuff on the show 100%. Yeah, man. How you been, though, Mo? I've been good, man, and it is good to be back. Y'all already know. Y'all ain't had Fridays as good since Fridays was as good. And shouts out to all our regular folks, those that are consistent. But, uh, man, I've been good, man. Um, I got a new job, y'all. Tommy so got I was a, job, ask you how a job, though. Friday, you ain't got no job. You ain't got Boy. shit to do. Boy, that was a. That was, that was it, it. It felt longer than what it was. It probably about a strong two and a half weeks without work. I so no job days be long. Oh boy. boy, they feel long, nigga. That the only thing that's two and a half it, weeks is feel like two and a half years. Oh, man, that's a big fact, especially because of that bill cycle. Like you, you miss one Facts, bill cycle, nigga, and it's too, boy, just Savings, a blessing. Depleting, you see All that, that shit? quick dwindling up, nigga. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I it's been a blessing. Of course, I we we stay with my um, my wife's grandfather and he's just been gracious to us to allow us to stay under his roof this whole time since we've been in florida and uh so i found another job in the same field a little different uh it's a little bit of apparel you know in an apparel space so 
I really like what I'm doing. The people are cool. It's very artsy. It's right. It's, it's right up my right lane. Alley. It's right up my alley. Like I'm like, yeah, this is how an office should feel. This is a little bit more colorful. It's a little bit more more black people. Nah, one 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 more one more black person brown. than it was it must before. Be some brown people. Yeah, they got some brown people. They got some brown people there too. Brown, yeah. <laughs> they got some brown there, you know. But brown it's people gonna be there. Yeah, but it's a lot more uh, just personalities. It's not so straight laced. It's a lot, you know. It's just very a little a lot looser. So I like I like the vibe, the space. Uh, had to make some sacrifice. I didn't quite get the number I was looking for, but it wasn't a lot of meal tickets hitting me up at the time, and I had to make a play. And I also didn't want to do something I didn't want to do just to make the money that I was making. So it's so that like this. You like I do this like this. Yes, I like it. Yeah. So that's that's huge. So, but I'm good though. Uh, things have been well, good. Way, liking what you do. Also, another big reveal before I shoot it your way. Um, me and my wife, we are with child. Oh, congratulations, man! Yeah, man, just Not found expecting this. another. Your daddy just told you about this, bro. Like, <laughs> just last week. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. You know. about that. Yeah, it's crazy. We just found out and was holding the news a little bit, but uh, she's four weeks, so I'm, we're excited, hoping that's 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 the boy coming through. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, that that's it. This is this last one, so I'm 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 super. I'm oh, good. you're not having it. You're done. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. How you know that? that? Huh? Are you like, are you getting clipped? I ain't gonna get clipped. I don't want to mess up the natural order of things, but I'm definitely gonna be, you know, <laughs> it's that's some nigga I, shit. I, I definitely I gotta pull back on the. the I'm gonna pull order. back on the. You know what I mean? I will, I had to. You know what I mean? Put pull it in out, reverse. You yeah, you, out, you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get what I'm saying, boy. Uh, <laughs> that's some nigga shit to say that I don't want to mess up the natural, natural order. order. Now, I ain't gonna you, go ahead and get clipped. Come, come on, that's a great. That's a that's great line. Shit right there. That's, <laughs> that's a great line, bro. Uh, Congratulations, man. You, I know sir. you'll be a great father, man. I hope you get the little boy that you're looking for. Yeah. And it, I mean, I'm excited for my daughter just to have that, that experience, you know, that we how, how is she taking it? Does she want a little little brother, a little sister? Yeah, she, she, definitely brother. Like, she's excited. All of us are on board for the boy. So, Lord willing, it's a boy. But if not, and it's a girl, we're going to love her just as. Just when as would you find out if it's a boy or a girl? Well, she's. Four weeks, I think you find out at the five month marker. So we got a so ways to go. Okay, yeah, yeah so I'll keep y'all posted on that, man. If it's a little man's or another princess, but yeah, God is good. What about Absolutely, you, bro? Man, that's dope, man. That's really fire. Yeah, uh, nothing man. that exciting has been going on in my life at all. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. No new job, no new babies, none of that. It's just been the same old grinding, working, trying to get to uh, where we need to be, man. Closer yeah. to building this media company and out of corporate America. Okay. Just doing our own things. That's, that's what that's that's my striving goal and, and force of what I'm looking to do here within the next year, a couple of months of my life. Just yeah. Can I ask you something? I want to hear it. Yeah, right in that in that in that space. Um are you what are you doing differently to get closer? Every week or every month or, or so, what what do you think you're starting to? Because you now it feels like you're really kicking it in gear. Do you feel like you're doing some active? Like let me try this, let me do this. What do you think you're doing to get closer to that goal? Not enough. Not enough. Well, I mean, says know. the you know the 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 consistent pessimist in me uh, mm-hmm. is not enough. But I'm thinking about things differently as far as like I've taken 
the time to realize where I'm at in my journey and, and what I really want to do and how I can capitalize off of it. I spent the, the years in on deck just realizing and wondering, can I do this? And once I understood mm-hmm. that I could do this and, and, you know, that I was decent at doing it, I wanted to branch out. Hence the last year, year and a half working with uh, Dead End. Mm-hmm. And once I branched out and understood, okay, hey, people are receptive of it. They want you to be on their shows. Their fans like you as well. It's to the point where I am with you now. Like, okay, we're building something. We're building different franchises away from the other stuff that was already established once I started doing this. How can you make the most money off of this? Well, mm-hmm. each month I know this is coming in and I ain't got to worry about clocking into no job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Talking to different sponsors, doing different networking, talking to people, learning how you streamline stuff to make money mm-hmm. on a consistent basis doing this. So to answer your question, the different thing that I'm doing is thinking about it in the business format versus hobby versus just trying to get good at it or wondering, am I good at it? Yeah. Now I'm at the point to where, okay, I know I can do this. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out how to capitalize off of this so I can start doing more of what I want to do versus Mm -hmm. what I feel like I have to do. Okay. That's funny you say that because we're talking mentality today. Right. So that's that's huge. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, man, we're gonna keep doing this thing and man, anything that I can do, because I think that we have it. I mean, we've heard from some of the good the good people, the regulars, all of those at the bookworms that check us out. We've heard good feedback about this being revolutionary, being necessary, all of those great words and you know, anything I can do to help that the spike glue operation and this operation. I'm here for I think we just need to be we have the talent we just need the exposure and I think that that's where the collaboration will come in when we yeah. you know you've done a be- great job so far <clears throat> as to date so you are doing you are helping right now you're helping as far as you know just doing this and us being able to put this out and do that but yeah like you said anything more that you can do of course I'll let you know I trust you in this space now like we've gotten to know each other this is, a, this is gonna be a dope story once more people get to know about it like you said <laughs> We, really we didn't even know each other. Right? Yeah. We started doing a podcast talking about sensitive issues. Black <laughs> men usually don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't randomly meet no nigga and talk nah. about, oh, man, I feel this way. Yeah. Or I feel that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit don't happen. Nah. <laughs> so when people say revolutionary, I don't take that lightly. I'm like, not many people are doing this, and especially in the like the space that we're doing it. So <laughs> you are helping. You are doing your thing right now, and I appreciate you, Black man. And I appreciate you too, man. Absolutely. Um, just to get into some news. Yeah, and- I, away from the sentimental stuff. <laughs> that was dope. That was good. Hope y'all liked that. But there were some things going on out there, some relevant events, man. And I was surprised, Mo, you threw this in the notes because I'm hmm. I am really waiting to hear what you gotta say about this because you 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 phrased it in a way that I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to add on, or in a sense of because I feel the same way that the the narrative has been out there. I've enjoyed the things that have okay. Been well, seen, then, well, then leave. What you going on about this? You know what leave. I'm saying? So okay. we'll start with the the submarine shit, man. That was the biggest yeah. news story over the last couple of weeks, especially since you and I have done this together just solo mm-hmm. and hitting on these news and relevant events as we usually do. Uh, five people went down in the submarine. Uh, mm-hmm. Five white people. Uh, they wanted to wow. see the Titanic. <laughs> two nah, the two of them was like like Indian Arab or something like that. Yeah, they. they I bet they identified. They had money. But that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, neither yeah. here nor there. All rich that. people, nonetheless. Yeah. 
identify as white. So yeah, with that being said, these people took a submarine down to go see the Titanic. Everybody's heard this news by now. Yeah. Uh the submarine got lost as as a matter of fact, it imploded before they even got down there because of some malfunction on it, mm-hmm. which means it exploded. Mm-hmm. They died instantly. Uh, we thought that they were just down there floating around and going to suffocate because of a bad design. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo, in the notes here, you're saying, I want to read this verbatim. You said, have people been desensitized to emotion? Being that all the jokes and all the things that have been said about these people, I'm assuming and you clarify this for me. This is my assumption, Spike Luke. I'm assuming that you've seen some of these jokes, you've seen some of this stuff, and you think that it's more offensive than it is courteous of the people dying. What say you? I mean, it, it's yeah, I do. I, I'm not. I don't think that we should have some long documentary of like oh, the, like like the, the the passengers that were with Kobe Bryant, and you know, I'm not. That's a different kind of story. You know, I I understand, but I do think that when life Wait, is what what about Kobe Bryant? So you, Kobe Bryant, Gigi, and the pat the the other passengers. I'm sorry, I don't know their names, but they matter too. Like that, I can. I'm saying that if they were going to do a documentary about individuals that were you know passengers of that ride, that the helicopter ride that lost their lives that day, I understand all of that. But when I'm saying like desensitized. To even them, people be like, oh, oh, were well, they rich or oh, were well, they just be oh, well, that? I just don't think. I'm not saying that they are great people or whatever. I just don't think that, like, when life is lost, I don't think that's the time to play humor. Mm. I don't. That's that's really? why. I'm, yeah, like I, I don't. I especially like. I, I don't know. Like I get people go go. I'll, I'll bounce back off of you. I just come back to me because. Okay. I want to see what your sentiments because you speak kind of more from the majority. So, your thoughts in the fact that they did this travel, the ship imploded, end of story for their life. Context matters, man. Mm-hmm. Um, in this story and the next story that we're going to get to, context 100% matters. And I could see, I'm not oblivious to what you're saying as far as people being insensitive to jokes that were on Twitter, but. <laughs> My thought process is Spike Lou when I'm thinking about it, and you're like, okay, well, when I first heard the news, like, well, five people are missing. Like, well, what do you mean they're missing? Well, they took a submarine. Submarine? Like, are you talking about like, like mm-hmm. these just regular people on a submarine? How'd that happen? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it was a private company. All right, it was a private company. Okay. So these people, they were going down to see the Titanic. Oh, uh, what? They they were going like miles under the sea to, to see the Titanic. Okay, they paid what two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh oh okay. And then you start seeing the interviews on sixty minutes of the submarine mm-hmm. linked together, fairly like like just random shit. Seemed like CVR pipe. I, I, I seen an engineer break it shit. down yes. too. Random. Yeah. He, he what the engineer say that it was good or bad. The engineer, he was really upset because he said that when you when they do stuff like this, like with ships and planes, it has a like normally with those ships, they they're set for one time and then they retire and put it in like a museum because these things are only built for one time thing. And this ship was trying to do it multiple times. Yeah. So this ship wasn't built for because he's like people have gone deeper with less 
you know, basically exterior, you know, all of the all of the things that were set up. And so even when and then another thing, dude, was like they had an issue from a breathing situation where the dude said he fixed it, but you couldn't quite in order to make sure something's fully fixed, you have to take it apart. So they're but they have systems in order to fix something without taking it apart and know that it's fixed. But they didn't go through those channels. It was a lot of shortcuts that were taken. So I'm not right. So, so that that information is out there as well because yes. I heard the same thing. So the shortcuts taken. Yes. So yes, people lost their lives and that is sad. That's a sad situation. Mm-hmm. But I immediately, like, well, not immediately, but as time passed, like the rest of the majority of people that you're saying, like, damn, this is kind of funny and ironic. Like the, these people almost asked for this, right? Like it's, it's the same thing when you see somebody playing around on uh like you're going to the Grand Canyon, you're taking photos, this motherfucker wanna be on the other side of the gate. Like this fence right here that you're not supposed to cross, but you want to cross over it mm-hmm. just to be, oh, I want to get this good picture. Oh, you slip, damn, you fall 300 feet and you die. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's sad. However, that fence was right there for a reason. And you expected me to feel sorry for you after you've gone above and beyond to be stupid it's hard for me to do okay so i understand the jokes and the people on twitter and going back and forth because what you're saying is like okay i got all of this money i want to explore the titanic and and to know like they weren't even going to get to see it they were going to look at it on a video screen and they like they got out of the submarine mm-hmm. down there, had tanks on, could swim around. Nah, they was gonna get down there, however many thousand feet, mm-hmm. and they were gonna look at it on a video screen. So you think, as a person who doesn't have two hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, like bro, like y'all wasted y'all money to go down there and do that. You kind of got what you deserved. And now, like you're saying, what you're alluding to too, like social media, people trying to go viral. I seen a nigga that had a T-shirt with R.I.P. to them on it. Like just for the jokes, yeah. Like R.I.P. to the guys, and they had the five pictures on there. You don't see nothing wrong with this. Submarine. It had a submarine on the back. I think it's funny. I can't even lie to you. I laugh. And the reason being is because this, like, there are a lot of, (laughs) and I hate to go down this road to be this person, but bro, two fifty five people. What's that? A million, two million. That's one point two million dollars, bro. It could have went towards anything else to better this society versus you guys going a mile down in the ocean and trying to look at the Titanic so yeah you're going to get the jokes that come to you with that yes it's unfortunate that you lost your life however you wasted 1.2 million dollars and we know what money means to society and how people look at it in our society as far as you know judging you and shit so yeah if you spent 1.2 million dollars you guys died on your way to do some dumb shit it's hard for me to feel sorry for you when people are making these good jokes on Twitter about you bro and I, I'm a suspecting that you feel different. I definitely feel different. Where are we in a society because you're rich and you die? You're work, you you. I I don't. Here's Not my. Not you rich and you die. You rich and you die. You did something dumb. <clears throat> Fine. You. I dumb. agree. Dumb decision. I agree. Money could be used elsewhere. But when you find out they die, oh okay, yeah. I'm, let me. I move on. Why? This is that's what's so weird to me. Where we at as a as society? What? This is what we're doing. So what? It was a dumb decision. Yes, it's right. And they died and they got, they had it because they took shortcuts and they did it. Yeah. And we wouldn't have done it. Yes. We would have been the smartest people and done something. Different. Sure. But like, once you find out they died, bro, like their last minutes in there, they made a dumb mistake and imploded on them. They died. The skeletons and pieces are being found. 
fall back. Like, why are we joking? Funny, it's not funny to you anymore. I, that, immediately, I'd be like, all right, yeah. Even if I'm laughing at the joke, I've seen a bit. I follow Soprano pages. You know what I mean? Memes I didn't seen of this before, you know, and then people start falling back on it. And it's just like, okay, all right. When when you find out life is lost, move on. It's not something to stretch out. People are dead, dead, like gone. We look at life, people treat it like a video game. Like you could pop two more quarters in and it's like, oh, okay, bro, this isn't like, I. I'm not saying feel sorry for it, but I'm saying when you find out people died, one of them was a father and his son. Yeah, dumb decision, but still, it was a father and his son. These are people like I don't care how rich because they're rich don't mean they're not human. Because they because they rich and they made a dumb decision don't mean we still joke because they dead. Like nah, bro. Like, are you considering this insensitive? Like I, I, I think so. I, I'm I, I think to get so. to what, what the reason that I ask. Is I think because so. Who are you? Who, the reason that things are playing out or that they play out the way that they do now is because everything is online, right? Mm-hmm. So these people are damn near like avatars. No one knows yeah. them. They're not famous. No one knows their family. Mm-hmm. So people have the luxury nowadays because we have so much information. For you to discard that information like you're right people die but people can just process that as it's just another thing yeah and if you processing that is it's just another thing no we can joke about it like people joke about shit my question to you would be who do you think that it's insensitive to like are you speaking towards the family or are you just talking about the remember the, the memory of these people when when it rubs you the wrong way why is it rubbing you the wrong way is it because someone's being affected by it or you just think people just should have more class just have more class i mean it's 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 offensive to humanity to me like i just it's like oh they're not even real people oh so they're not real oh i don't know these people so i can oh i just it's like like bro all of us is gonna die like you're on a clock one day you're not gonna breathe one day your eyes are gonna make that last blink your heart is going to stop and you don't know who you're gonna leave behind or who gonna leave you behind you don't know what's going to happen when your time goes. That's a scary thought. So for me, it's like I think about death and how real it is. It ain't no joke. So to me, it's just insensitive to humanity. It's like, dang, bro, we at that point now. Like, ah, you did. You died. You died this many meters, this many feet underwater. Ah, 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 ah. This is fun. This is hilarious. Like, really? That's the. That's the. We got so much. We can. We can make a lot of jokes. We got a lot of material online, bro. A lot of compilations out there to make jokes about. This is what we using. Come on, man. Do yeah, because it's new though. Like, like how often do people like go down in the submarine and looking for the Titanic and die? Like, when you first hear that news, right? Like, what do you? <laughs> what crosses your mind? You're like, well, what the fuck would they do? Yeah, I'm like, I would. Yeah, I'm gonna do all of those right. things, but never right. is it a joke. I'm confused at why you're doing this. I'm confused right. at how stupid I think this is, but never at any point is it like a like it, even if the status is like okay they're still alive and then we find out like it's and it's confirmed they're gone. Uh, shut it off. Like it. That's my thing. It's like get the jokes off because you didn't know the status. If you even gonna do that, okay, yeah, go for it. But once you find out life is gone, shut it down. Like it's like if Quavo like all of that and then people start making jokes immediately about Quavo. You be like, bro. I mean, not Quavo, but Offset. Rest. Of, I mean, Takeoff. I'm sorry, Takeoff. Take that's, that's how far you out of. That's how far out of. That's how far out of touch I am with rap now, man. But like, but Takeoff. 
even though I know that wasn't his fault, he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. It's an unfortunate event, but like just making jokes or Nipsey, like just making jokes. Oh, well, he shouldn't have been in the hood. That's funny. He shouldn't have do shot him and he kicked him and he. Why is that fun? Then, then people keep making jokes. Gonna, I don't think gonna... people were laughing at that in our culture, though. Like those things, like those. What are you talking about all the submarine stuff? No, like the two things that you name, like you name Takeoff and you name uh, Nipsey. Mm-hmm. We understand that, right? Because it happens to people that we know. We get that. Like you get that a nigga, whatever, in a gang or whatever stance that he may take, he runs into a nigga that got a different stance from him and he shoots him. Just so happened that it's Nipsey Hustle, or you like a niggas in a dice game, they get to arguing, the shots come out, and nigga get shot. Like black people, people in our culture, we can relate to that. We've seen it happen, we've heard about it happening, we know that that. So there's less likely to be a joke about that. So I didn't see as many jokes. Like there was some insensitive or distasteful stuff, yes, that happened maybe. But the reason that this happened in such a mass response was because you never you don't see that and people like immediately what people are thinking is if i had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, i'm not trying to go down and see the titanic on an eight inch video screen so people processing that like well oh you're being wasteful with your money you deserve to get made fun of how stupid is that though how stupid is that man is that stupid though to tell somebody you're being wait how you gonna tell somebody what to do with their money Spike, you of all people, struggling though. But but Spike, you of all people, you know how you know how you. I'm are not saying it's right. I'm okay, talking about how like, people look at it though, right? Like you okay, can see that, yeah, right? You can yeah, see people yeah. out there being like, "Nigga, if I had two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars, I'm going to live off the Amalfi Coast." And but the dude was an inventor, like dude was an inventor, and like he had aspirations of, you know, going to the moon. And he's he's an adventurous dude. Like that's that's his mo like he's always been in this space he really loves like the adventure and all of that and one of the dudes was like one of the people that has went one of at one of the lowest meters underwater so it, it's it's a little bit of whatever like yeah, they had some history doing it. they got some history but I, I all i'm saying is it's just like sure like you can look at the situation and be like oh that's funny but i'm not even saying it's not worth a conversation or asking questions and being inquisitive i just think that when we constantly keep picking picking at jokes as a society, I just think again, like you said, do better shirts. Like do better. Like I, I don't think that we continue to ride the wave after the death. Once you find out people dead, I, I don't. I because I, I don't think you need understanding to make jokes about people dying. That to well, me, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you need context to say, oh, oh, because I understand that. Nah, I ain't gonna joke about them dying. Oh, I don't understand that. That's worth a joke. Nah. But I don't think that's so. the life online, though, right? No, like, I'm not, not. This is people. You're not this, a, yeah, you, like you're not a big online guy. Like you're not a real big social media person, right? I'm on there. I'm on there pretty frequent, so I, I definitely, like I say, I got some mean. I mean, I like follow. Twitter, though. I'm talking about Twitter, like the I real the streets. That's the social media streets, right there. Twitter, like tweet all streets. the other, yeah, the tweet streets is like that's the streets for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, online wise, comment section. Please, I mean, please don't you know. take me. Yeah, 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 you're right. The communities. And that's mm-hmm. the point that I'm getting to. So it's the communities. If you were to have a conversation at your new job about this, you may get one asshole that tells an offside remark, right? Mm-hmm. But most of you guys at the water cooler, when you're talking about that because you're face to face with another human being, you're going to show some remorse. You're going to have some tact. You're not going to be as a dipshit about it. 
the reason online people get to hide behind with the reason that it goes that way online you get to hide behind it. you don't never really have to actually stand on those words mm -hmm. so you see one person put a meme out there oh you laughed at it oh let me jump on it too mm -hmm. let me do it and then it snowballs mm -hmm. and then you have this thing where everybody's competing with each other about who's trying to be the funniest yep. and it ain't even really about the submarine shit no more so i'm trying to be funnier than the last joke that i read this made me laugh let me see if i can make somebody else laugh mm -hmm. so it's a lot more of that than it is you think about things more than i think people have considered it, yeah. right and what i mean is like you thought about this from a humane point of view mm -hmm. like damn these are these are real people the majority of the people online i feel like that are talking about this they're joking about this it's just the story to them it's just something to tweet about it's just something to to, to make a joke about and unfortunately that's what we've gotten as a society like okay what can i say about this how can i go viral about this like people are literally trying to do that that's their living nowadays Man, like, i want to do this to get yeah so the mentality is what can i how outrageous can i be it ain't even reserved for a comedian no more a writer for a tv show it's like everybody feel like oh i gotta be i gotta be super outrageous so my followers will respect this mm -hmm. so while i get what you're saying i also i understand what it is too i don't like i think most people do feel sympathy for those people mm -hmm. they did for a moment mm -hmm. however after that sympathy passed everybody wanted to keep up with the joneses yeah let's get these jokes off and social media is the place to do that. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to be. I'm going to be that one of the few that is trying to continue to push good, or at least push decent. So let me ask you this, right? That's, that's what I'm here to do. Let me ask you this scenario: you, you at your new job, right? <laughs> yeah. And this comes up, and you get Bob from accounting, dickhead, white guy who thinks this is funny. Mm -hmm. What's your response to that? Like, do you just he's, talk, he's just talking out loud and people Bob. He just talk. Yeah, y'all are around. He hears y'all talking about it. it. Makes a off color remark about it, and you've already stated how you felt. Maybe mm -hmm. he did. Maybe he didn't hear it. But mm -hmm. he's trying to be funny or make a joke about it. Do you engage with that, or you just like shrug that off? Like, what in yeah, the, the real world? You don't. You don't engage. No, because what you're saying, I've already said something like, "Man, that was crazy." Like, you seen what happened with the people in there, man? That was crazy. They, right. they, they actually died. Whatever. I mean, I wouldn't really, really do that. That's like more of a side conversation if I'm actually going in. Because to me, that's that's like work deep. Like, you know, you don't go deep at work with people, but that's work deep to me. Like where you actually get into some kind of news cycle. In a way, that's kind of work deep a little bit. So it's like for me, if I do that, it's probably like a personal, not like to the whole room or office or whatever. But if if I did say something, he's like, man, that's, man, that's bull. Blah, look at this. They should have been doing this and that or whatever. I'm, I'm not. That's it. I spoke my piece. Like in the words of Silvio Dante, like you know what I'm saying. So, I, I'm serious, so it man. wouldn't be a case where you feel like, man, nah, nah, you you're out of line. I'm gonna tell you about yourself. Do you ever find yourself in those type of scenarios? Mm, no, no. Because I, I try to honestly, I try to let the way I operate be the example. Sometimes people need words, of course. Like that's what we we got that that gift for as well. But I try to operate a certain way and let that be the example. Let my actions speak louder than my words. I try to show love and respect. I try to uplift people, even when they down themselves about their work or anything. I try to be what I want to see. So that's 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 what I do. Like I'm not so much like here the podcast. This is just adding the sauce to the action. 
But I'd rather let my actions, how I'm operating with professionalism, with love, with respect for my coworkers, with respect for, for humans. I try to operate that way and, and people see it through my actions if they're paying attention versus saying you're wrong. More so, just look at what I'm doing. What if they challenge what you're doing? Like, what if that's being challenged by something that they said? Not a direct challenge. Like, okay, like I, I, I'm wondering. Like you said, I, I'm. You're saying you carry yourself in a sense of you should know how to approach me. You should know how I feel about this. What if you feel like it's in direct, like a direct contradiction of the message that you are trying to put out? What if you see yourself like carrying forward? You, like you're saying like wait. Like they not being disrespectful It's not like Like someone just like I, I'm wondering how much do you engage Or do you stand on those points with people Like right? at like, work or a period or like When it I, comes up in conversation uh, I mean with people Like if we already in that that that, that zone I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna go all the way Like But like most times at work It's not really gonna happen because I'm, so do you, you agree to disagree at work? Is what you're saying? That, yeah, that's always. The, like, I ain't gonna do all of this with you because absolutely. we are at work. Absolutely. Okay. So let's say you're at a in a social setting. Friends of friends, you friends, friends mm-hmm. of friends, you around mm-hmm. somebody that you really don't know, maybe kind of know, maybe had some interaction with before, maybe they're a friend of a friend, and you guys are like what. You stand on or believe in in something that he's saying or doing completely contradicts with that. Yeah. Like, like, what's your next step from that? Like, do you engage in that? Do you shrug it off? Is it something where like I'm wondering, do you feel like I have to let people know that I feel this way about it? Or is it something in the sense of well, it ain't that deep for me? Like I feel this way. I don't give a fuck how he feels. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do this debate with this nigga just because I feel differently. Like which one is it for you? Mm, that's a great question. It it on it really the only thing that'll really kind of move me in that way is just like my faith. Not mm, not so not got to be a god name. It, it kind of does. It, it's not to say oh I don't believe this or that, but it's just got to be like a certain level of like disrespect that I'm feeling. Where it's because I've heard this before at work, I really didn't like it. But I let it I just like you know, I, Just like You know You hear a Jesus joke You know What's the what's the, What do Jesus And somebody have in common You know You've heard these And It's, it's funny Because I always Fuck with Dan About this Dan is really deep in, Like I always Like he and I yeah. Go back and forth Yeah it, it, It's just But again It's like You're entitled To your Whatever But like If you get that off Alright whatever But like If you're like Doubling down And going crazy Nah I ain't gonna I ain't about to go for it I ain't even here to try to prove no point to you. I just ain't going to do that because I feel it's my responsibility. That's, that's the only your thing. job as a Christian. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's that's like, what you feel. That's how I feel. Yes. And yeah. internally, like I can't because I, I was different before when I was. Just, so I feel I have to. It's probably like that. It's, it had to be something like with my wife. It it, probably, it has to be those. Yeah, core, that's a given. Of course. Yeah. But like, like wife, certain, children, family. But I'm, I'm talking about like. So let's. That's a good place that you stumbled upon. So let's stick there. Okay. So. Somebody's going on and on about being an atheist. I don't believe in God. Oh, yeah. Ain't no such thing as no God. I don't even know why people would believe in that shit, man. Like blah blah <laughs> that blah. That's about right. <laughs> you feel like that it's your job as a Christian in that moment and in that setting to be like, hold on, brother. 
like let me let me school you to what i know or let's have a healthy debate versus you thinking it is and me knowing that it is mm-hmm. well it, it's just more along the lines where it's i i'm i'm more of the like i well i, I believe i believe he's real so I, so I don't ain't think trying to convince no nigga that he real. No, nah, that's not nah, because that's not my job. Like I don't have to convince you, and it, it's more to it. The spirit moves you to to reveal to you that he's real. Like I, I I can say all of the best words all the time, but unless you feel that internal resignation of oh he's real, it's not gonna. It don't matter what I say. The, the greatest preacher or whoever with the best words and sermon, it don't matter. It, it there it's more than just what I'm saying. But for me, it's like I ain't gonna let you just. Go, cause it's like you just dissing my 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 you dissing my faith for real, like dissing your set, yeah, like yeah, dissing my set, like you like being black, like you dissing my race, so you dissing my like I, that's just one of them things where it's like I can't let you. Yes, yeah, fine, you don't have to believe, that's fine, you, but like don't relax, don't be going crazy in front of me, like that's it. So and you're in, for, and I'm in, yeah. I was just saying, like in some com- confined setting. Now, if we in the streets and I hear him, some I'm not to stop and be like. Like, bro, you no, right. like that. Yeah. I'm talking about it like a party combine right. setting, like you yeah. said. So my next question would be, is that for you? Is that for them? Or is that for the people listening? It's probably more for the people listening. Mm, so it's, yeah. you don't want them, you don't want that being the only representation of something that you exactly. feel like is wrong. Exactly. So you feel like if somebody's expressing that sentiment, I need to be the nigga in the room who feels like, oh, well, I believe in Jesus. I'm gonna say this. I ain't gonna just let this nigga get that off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty pretty much. It's like, okay, well, let me offer another perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, like anything else. You That's, know, is that the one thing? Like, is it anything else for you? There was this one time. Well, yeah, it's more than that. Like, because you know, like, well, what I say is. To, to give it more context before you answer that because niggas do that like write up music mm-hmm. oh man such and such better than such and such like you can get people to engage like mm-hmm. uh sports yeah you ain't a big sports fan but that always gets mm-hmm. it going religion like you said mm-hmm. politics politics yeah for you it's religion like the, it. you don't really watch sports you ain't really too much into music yeah. that's the thing that's gonna be like for you like ah uh, nah I'm not, it used I'm to be all it. those things mm. But as the years have, have as years have gone by, uh, everything just kind of fell off because I was just like I'm getting passionate about something that it doesn't it doesn't really affect who I am. That's kind of I guess that's the simplest way to put it. Like who I, who I'm a big fan about in sports don't really affect who I am. Who, who I want to vote for don't really affect who I am. Who I want to but when it comes to my faith that does affect who I am. So it's it's kind of more of that than anything, and I think that's kind of why I feel the need because it affects who I am. But all of the other things, I used to be passionate. Like you cannot tell me Drake ain't the best. Like you can't tell me Tupac ain't. Like yeah, I used to go there with people. Like whole argument, Joe Budden veins. You know what I'm saying? But like now it's just like it, it don't really matter, bro. It, it doesn't affect who I am. Like this doesn't. Yeah, you know, as as we talk about that, you stumbled upon a thing that I thought about here several points in my life you know i listen to you and dan and and people who are very faithful and envy isn't the right word or jealousy because it's not that but for me i always wonder what that's like because i don't have that Mm -hmm. i don't have that faith in something like just 
Mm-hmm. I, I believe this 100 is like <laughs> yeah. this that like this is that for me. Mm-hmm. So it, it's something that I've always wondered. Like, what if I felt that way about something? Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll argue sports, <laughs> and music, and yeah. things of that yeah. nature. But like, if someone were to tell me, like, I just couldn't see myself that deep into religion. Yeah, is what I'll say. I don't think I, that it serves me. I, and I think that. I think it's very interesting and to be honest with you bro I, you know I have it's probably within maybe the last three years where it got to that for real I been, had been going to church for years like since I've become grown and kind of getting the understanding and filling it out and understand okay there is a God in that but like to have that real like non-swayingness with it that's probably over the last maybe three where it's like bro I'm really in some jams I'm really in some spots and, and your faith got you through that. It, yeah, and then it started to be like, now it's not just like it's real because I kept hearing it over and over. It's real because somebody kept telling me over and over. It's real because I read some things. It became real because now I look at and now it's revealed to me the whole plan is has been there. Stuff start lining up and it makes perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like it just starts. But do you think that those things started happening because you started believing? Or did those things start happening and you started believing? The second one. Those things started happening and I started believing. You want a full believer. Like, you didn't have to be all the way bought in for you to start noticing, like, damn, Mm -hmm. this this religion thing is working out for me. Yeah. I mean, it... it, You go to church every Sunday? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, I can't even make that type of commitment. (laughs) You could, but but you know why you can't... You know... you could, but the reason you can't is because you're not bought in. That's, but if you, you could because you you've you've made commitments that require more. So I know you could. Yeah, I'm not but that interested in that's, it. That's, that's that's what that's I'm my saying. Thing. Yeah. yeah, like I the commitments that I make, I'm interested in yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. I don't see an interest like being interested in religion. And again, this is just made just me mm-hmm. being in a different place from you. It just doesn't serve me. Okay, like I don't. I don't get anything from it. Like I like good speeches or good speakers. I can go to church and listen to them, but mm-hmm. the studying and the things that you have to do to, in my opinion, like be religious. Like I'm not interested. They okay. don't interest me at all. Okay. Um, I would love to have if you ever become. I ain't gonna say interested, but like. If you want to go further into not so much the internal but the external part of it, because it seems like before you can even really get to the internal things of it, it's like I'm already I'm already out of it from this standpoint right away on the exterior of oh I got to do I'm out oh I got to do that I'm out oh I got to I'm out <laughs> so if if you ever want to like get into because I could I could walk you through like where I am like I am far from you you I mean you've been on here I'm far from perfection and that's not necessarily the goal it's it's a lot more graceful than it's been presented to you um but i understand your what I, you mean when you say that what do you mean a lot more graceful so well, what okay, okay here put it this way in in a nutshell this is my what i believe people believe i yeah. may be wrong this is just my what i think people believe as a religious people, person this is what yes. you think people believe. yes uh and I don't look at re- is it religious because there's a different definition, but we'll go for the sake of because that's what they categorize it as religion. Um, 
I look at it as people like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be here. I gotta be dressed a certain way. I gotta talk a certain way. I gotta read this often. I gotta not do this. I gotta not do that. I gotta not do this. All these rules. Now I can't be myself. Oh, I'm out. I don't want to do it. Cause now you telling me I gotta do this because of that. And then of course, like you talked about, and now I'm black and I gotta do all this. Plus I'm black. Plus they're already doing this, but you want me to forgive people. Plus, but you want me to. So I, I understand. That's my idea of what it is, but it's like, it's not a, it's a process and and then when you actually because a lot of the stuff is very practical and it's like we think oh well this ain't gonna work for me is that you ain't a lot of times people ain't even tried it you ain't even tried it for real as soon as they say i'm out you ain't nobody even have you even seen if this can actually really work for your life you ain't really even tried it you see the you know what i mean like that's that's the more thing people turned off before they try and that's what it is and then a lot of times it's the presentation don't do this and god told you and then it's like are oh, you yelling at me are oh, you really and you with authority it's like are oh, you telling me i can't i'm really out so when it's presented that way it's immediately like i am super out you telling me i can't do this you yelling you raising your voice you're putting all this extra on it and you ain't telling me how to get there or how i do or where you came from you just so it's a lot of it's a lot to it i understand but i'm not like I'm not like you every day. I have a lot of questions still, and I have a lot of issue that I see at moments where I'd be like, why do we do why why they don't it don't take that with certain things. But that's my own Dan probably knows what I mean in that way. But I'm like, it don't take that. There's a different way I could I could probably reach somebody in a different way than this method. I don't have to do it that way. But Yeah. Like I, I get what you're saying. And I have I, I, I know you're not generally speaking to me, but I have tried it. Um Dro come up all the time on on this episode. Like he, I, he, we used to hold each other accountable for going to church. Okay, you couldn't like, <laughs> like you had a long Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't just like not answer the phone and not like Dro would show up at your house. Like bro, you like church eleven thirty, bro. Like we go, we go every <laughs> Sunday. Like what are you doing? Right, I'm hungover. Uh, same thing with him. Yeah, I'm hungover. Yep. No matter, bro. Like, Get come up. on. Like, yep. Fuck that shit. Brush your teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we held each other accountable and a couple other people in our friend groups for I know at least two years. We used to go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Go to church, leave, smoke weed in the parking lot on the way out. Yep. Go play basketball. We go to Wednesday, Sunday, I mean Wednesday, Sunday school, uh, mm-hmm. Wednesday, whatever the fuck Wednesday's called. What is it? Bible study? Yeah, Bible study. Yeah. yeah. Went there every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We'll hold each other accountable too, like I'm saying. Like, ah, bro, what you mean you're not going to church, man? Come on, let's go. Like, it, 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 it used to be that serious. I used to take notes, write all of that stuff down. Okay. But um, as I grew older and as you start just experiencing different things, it just didn't serve you anymore. Me, it didn't serve me anymore. The preacher you, was good. I went to Mount Zion in Nashville. Uh, Bishop Walker, probably one of the best pastors in America, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like that nigga was, he, he was cold. Like, yeah, dope <laughs> ass message. That nigga, he, he that's a, probably a the first time he's been put. That's a <laughs> that nigga was cold, boy. Like he was, he was ice like said, cold. If, man, if anybody, if anybody could do it, it was him for you. Definitely. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> could do it, it was that nigga. Him and another, like I joined, I joined church, got baptized. Listening to a nigga named uh, Breonna Smith. <laughs> Go His ahead, name man. was it was Pastor Breonna Mitchell, but that, that yeah. the, the, I say a nigga name and you laugh, but now he was in the streets and shit mm-hmm. before he started preaching in Nashville. That was well known. He's like had a twin brother, 
Mm. Niggas used to get money and shit like that, and he turned his life around. All the all the XD boys, whatever it may be, all the ratchet people used to go to his church. Yeah. And, and uh I joined this church, got baptized by him. But again, like as I continued to grow older, like I just wasn't getting anything when I went. Mm-hmm. Like I'd had the notes and I'd read the chapters. I, I knew all of these things and it was cool, but like I just still like yeah this might be true like okay. but also what other people but like this might be a simulation this might be like uh, any of these things could be true okay you know that's, a, that's so, a fair point let me ask this then um have you ever thought about what happens when you leave here will there be something or will there be nothing and how valuable is that um i don't that don't matter to me because i'll be dead I don't think that there's anything past oh, that. Okay. I don't think cool. that. No, so I, don't, I think that when you die, you out of here. That's pretty much like the general. Like that's that's the so. Yeah. Um. So let's say this, right? Um. Let's say you do have a second life. Mm-hmm. Even though you believe there's not another life, that's it. I did everything. I turned up all the way through, and that, that, I did what served me, and that's the end of it. But like. Let's say you did die and it was resting, it was blackness, and then like out of nowhere, you, your eyes open again and you tripping out at the fact that like, whoa, bro, I thought I, I think I died. Am I still alive? Was I in a coma? Was I asleep? What? And you can see and you you realize you're alive again, but then you actually now you starting to see a line of people and there's a line of people going this way and a line of people going that way and we're the heaven and hell yes the so heaven it, and hell line. <laughs> yes so it's like but you go there and so it's this and, and and to put it in a simple way it's like so it's this kind so people say the hell thing all the time and they make jokes about it but like this is a torment right that according to my belief according to your belief don't exist got it but it's a torment that never ends. Like, I don't know if we we have witnessed, not obviously in not real life, but like, uh, you've been places, you're like, bro, can I hurry up? Please hurry up and get me out of here. You've been in pain. I really hope this is over with. Like, this need to hurry up. My knee's broken. My leg is or this or that. Like, you're in some pain. It's like, this need to hurry up and get better. My head hurt crazy. But like, this t- type of, like, torment is never ending it's not gonna be like okay i'm sorry Purgatory, I got, yeah so it's like i'm sorry I, I i'll fix it now i ain't no fix it now this is this is the this is the gist of what it is so then you be like oh nah man i re- I got it now nah it's like well give me another nah ain't no other chance bro you you had all of the options now again maybe not maybe it doesn't exist but here's the simplest way i always put it is like what you rather have and not need or need and not have you're right and but, what mm-hmm. I would say to that mm-hmm. is you guys as Christians shouldn't have made the barrier entry so low I've been baptized all I got to do is say I believe in Jesus right and I get into heaven well, right is that right it, it's got to be but it has to <laughs> so be I've real... already met the requirements you, okay. right you believe in your heart that what that he's real Jesus yes I believe he could have existed I don't know if see, I believe that, all that, the stuff that they said about that's, it. So the bar ain't as low as you think it is. See, it ain't just it all bad. No, it ain't. You ain't been reading. It's relatively low though, because again, it's, I it's we low. can move on past yeah. this. Me and Dan had this conversation all the time, and he tries to tell me, "Oh man, Jesus was this wonderful dude, and hmm. this, that, and the third, and that's great. He may have been, but I don't like. Why does that matter to us today? Mm-hmm. So and that's. It's a lot yeah, to it. I, I know. <laughs> but to it, but you know what, Spike, man? 
I, I, man, I respect you so much. And here's what I can appreciate about you is that you don't feel you, you, you're not into it. You, you already said it, but I respect the fact that you allow people to have not, not have that, but like, because you stand where you stand, you don't try to rob people from where they stand on it. And I respect it because a lot of times people get bitter when they be like, I don't, I don't believe in that. They had an experience and they was out. And then not only are they out, but I'm pulling other people out with me because I really can't stand. Get away from me with that. Jesus. Yeah, shit. exactly, man. Get up, <laughs> get up out of here with that, bro. Get, you know what I mean? So I respect <laughs> the fact that you keep it even kill. At least if you, you ain't hearing or you ain't feeling it or it don't serve you, as you say, at least you don't say I'm, I'm about to bring other people with me or I, I'm this how I'm, you know you you let people have what they have and you have what you have so I respect that and I never That's thought about I, I hate convincing people of shit I, ain't, I don't want to convince you like I, I, I actually want to hear what you got to say and maybe you can sway me Dan and I again had this situation <laughs> he thought like I would ask him all the time about like his beliefs because he he studied this shit. Like he, oh, he, he took a whole turn right. He he into it one hundred percent. That brother, that brother got it. Yeah, he he's well read in in in, in the scripture. Mm-hmm. So I would challenge him on some things or that I believed versus what he would say or believe. Mm-hmm. And he took it like what you're saying. He thought that I was trying to convince him. Oh man, this shit don't exist, and mm-hmm. it may have been coming out that way. But I was genuinely trying to get an understanding of where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. So the how I've learned to moderate my questions, or you know, the way that I'm coming out, mm-hmm. I had to be checked by that by him, like because he was like, "Man, you always want to debate, <laughs> like, bro." I, and I had to tell him, like, "Bro, I'm really not trying to debate you. I just want to know what you think." Well, that's because your you stand on this side and yeah. I stand on that side. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like go back and forth with you and mm-hmm. tell you that you're wrong, but I would like to know what you think as someone who looks at it differently from me. Mm-hmm. And he took that as, "Oh, well, well you're you're pushing me. You want to debate me?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole conversation about that, and it, yeah. it depends on where he was at the time because I've been younger in this when I wasn't like yeah. I said now, where it's like, okay, it's real to me, where it's, it's unwavering, but like. Before, when it was like, I'm still kind of impressionable to me. I've been so emotional about it. It got me hot with people. When he's like, "What? You don't? Huh? What? What do you mean? Like, yeah, you know, I've been that person. But now, like, oh, Jesus, people get sensitive. Yeah, people do get to absolutely. Cause we, we, you know, we we do. But I'm not at that place anymore because I understand that every man and woman they have a choice to make, and if you choose not, you choose not. Uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may, and. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's just like again, it goes back to our original conversation mentality of I'm gonna let my actions speak for me. You know what I'm saying? How I carry myself. So that's ultimately what it is. I ain't perfect. I ain't gonna say I ain't saying I ain't seen or I ain't got seen in my life, but what I am saying is that um if you wanna have that conversation, you can always hit me up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That was good. That was good, man. We got a little further. I guess that's our church. That's part of the that would have that, that kind of church served. We we supposed to church. All right, I like it. We'll, we'll put a bow there. That's cool. <laughs> I do want to ask you because this story has been big too. Before we get this, has to do with mentality. This could lead right into the topic mentality mm-hmm. and show thing. Did you see this video of the lady that was arguing with the guy in the food place? No. So they went to Chicago. 
and they a lady and a man had a disagreement in the food place and uh guy tells the lady said man if you don't stop talking to me i'm i swear to god lady on my grandma i'm gonna hit you in your mouth keep talking man cocked back as far as he could hit this lady like she was a grown-ass man uh her 14 year old son was there watching he did he cocked back hit in the mouth again it was twice i believe it might be more than that the son went to the car Got the gun, shot the dude, killed him. They arrested the mother and the son on first degree murder charges. Just today or yesterday, I think they were released, citing self defense. People have been going back and forth. He didn't deserve to die just because he hit the lady, go to jail, or whatever it may be. Or, Damn right, that's what he should have did, dude, was fucking with his mom. There's been, been some discussion about who was right and who was wrong. The mentality of a 14-year-old to be able to go to the car, see his mama being harmed, killing that man, having to deal with it for the rest of his life. What do you think about that? Man, it's... Uh, uh, let's talk 14-year-old first. Um... It's unfortunate because he got that from somewhere, right? That's you don't just oh, that's what I'm supposed to do, grab a gun. Like as an average 14 year old, when I was 14, like if I seen that, I don't know. I, I mean, I probably would try to look for if I'm in the mall or even I'm probably looking for a police officer or look at help. I don't know. Like as a 14 year old boy, I'm not thinking that way. But we're talking mentality. I it's just sad that this boy feels the pressure and need to be the man in his mom's life at the age of 14 who is going to protect my mom who's going to defend my mom i just seen a grown man put his hand on my mom i don't have a grown man in my life and so he feels the need to step in there and he took matters into his own hands i just think that that i hate the fact that he had that level of pressure he was dealing with from a mental standpoint because it, it's it's easily a, a mental thing was like i i have to it, it's it's my responsibility it's up to me i gotta do something about it i ain't i might I, his daddy obviously ain't around or whoever you know so i gotta do something i can't let that happen so that's the first thing i want to speak to um do i think, think he's wrong went too far um i'm not i, I can't now I, nah, I can't say that no i don't think he went too far because the traumatizing fact that a grown man cocked back and hit your mother me and you we love our mamas so it's like as a 14 year old kid a grown man especially you've been the only child you really like what I'd have done the same thing. you know what i mean so it's like got the shit out there so it's like being a 14 year old boy and i just watched somebody hit my mom like i've seen my mama crying in the house and start crying because she's crying like i, I don't want to see my mama hurt so I watch a man, a man hit my mama twice. I'm traumatized on the spot, but I, the adrenaline is running. I'm going to end this problem. So mama's okay. What do you think about the 14-year-old boy's decision? Um, I always say you can't judge people's reaction. Yeah. The guy dude was dead ass wrong for hitting like even I, I it always we talked about this a little bit on the pre-show like to get to that level of emotion with somebody in public, it always baffles me. Mm-hmm. Like I see, like even 
when I see people getting into it with like waiters or people getting into altercations, random motherfuckers in like the airport or restaurants, like, mm-hmm. like how the fuck did you let that person get you that mad? Like how did y'all get to the point where y'all fight in the fucking airport, bro? So that that always amazes me just because I don't have that type of attitude. Yeah. But when you I see the video and you see that happen and how dude was conducting himself, then he got what he deserved. Like you can't measure someone's reaction to what you do. Mm-hmm. Like you push me and I shoot you. Yeah, I may have overreacted, but you, you shouldn't have pushed me. Mm-hmm. It may it may not be the right thing to do. I totally understand all that, but you can't gauge what someone's gonna do when you did something to them. Mm-hmm. You can't. Well, oh, man, you went too far. Well, you shouldn't have done what you did. So for him to feel like, and the way that he was talking to that lady, I don't know if they had history. Like I ain't read no backstory. I don't know anything else other than they got to arguing in the food spot. He hit the lady, and the lady's son shot her. There may be other stuff about it that may know each other. Anything like that. But to answer your question, the little boy was absolutely right. Especially like you're saying, if ain't no man around, if I'm taking care of the house. I've seen my mom cry before and I know how that made me feel mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so they're giving the mom flack for saying she told the little boy to go get the gun like as he's assaulting oh she get told him to yeah she told him like go like, get this nigga up off of me that makes you feel differently mm. well I haven't spoke to the mother yet about the, the mother but go ahead so my point is, yep, yeah, I feel like he was justified in what he was doing. Like niggas, you, you don't get to act like a fucking imbecile, like cause somebody disrespected you and like like we talked about this before. Like somebody stepped on your shoe, cut cut somebody cut you in line, somebody said something that you don't like. Like mm-hmm. you don't get to fucking fight in the airport and, and do all of this random, weird ass violent shit bro like we all gotta live in this world and that's probably one of my number one rules like bro like you have to be considerate you should be yeah. considerate of people bro yeah i gotta live here just like you do yeah so when you start acting like oh my, my shit don't stink and i shit gold and i can carry myself like i want to that type of shit bothers me like a nigga to feel like oh man bitch you better stop talking to me i'm gonna hit you in your mouth like nigga what like what what type of <laughs> And this may sound racist to say like some Republican white people shit, but like what type of animal are you, bro? Like where do you live where you feel like this is okay? Is this black people or? Yeah, it was black people. Uh-huh. This is Chicago. You was black people. I you know what's even harder too is just think about like this boy, I just hope that things turn around for him when it, you know because it's it's that relationship is gonna be really weird for a while. Because his mom asked him to. He got a body on him. Um, growing, you know, it's it's traumatizing as it is, and we don't know what that affect, how that affect him as a grown man. You know, nightmares, and you know, it's just so much to it. And then the mom like asking her son like, though, and dude was, and then the dude that that lost his life is just like, it's just unfortunate because it's like. Maybe nobody told you you was like, because it's like you need this moment to assert yourself to say I am a man. But this is not this is not the way you need to do it, because clearly that's what this is. You felt disrespected in some capacity as a man. But the problem is your reaction to the woman going back and forth with you or however she was disrespecting you. 
you felt the need to put your hands on her to level the playing field to say i'm a man and this is not how we we can we cannot meet them there at this place i understand men get mad too we get tired of going getting you know especially black men i understand but it's never a place for you to go back and forth and put your hands on her like crack her like that and crack her again it's like bro you you said something interesting when you say my bad i didn't mean to cut you no go ahead when you say like he had to feel like he was a man somebody an ex pointed out to me before a very important thing that i've always taken to consideration when you talk about like you said i'm a man and i always notice it with men now we were going back and forth one day she grew up with her father i didn't we were going back and forth one day and she was like well that that ain't man like i don't feel like that a man should go back and forth with a woman and of course, in a moment when someone corrects you, you take offense to it. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? What you trying to say? Yeah, like, bitch, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. You mean you just want to win all the arguments? Mm-hmm. Or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. But it makes sense. I grew up around all women, right? One of the reasons that I hate to argue is because I saw them do it so much. Cousins, aunts, all of that shit. And it made perfect sense to me after I cooled down what she was saying. Like men, we're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. So anytime I see a nigga going back and forth with his girl, like just continuously, yeah, like you're gonna, of course, you're gonna get your shit off. But the bickering part of it, the like mm-hmm. having to go tit for tat with someone, mm-hmm. that is feminine. Yeah, men don't do that because we don't have to. Because we know the results of what can happen if we continue to do this with another. Like you, you, as a man, should know. Like there's a there is a standing threat of like I can get hit in my mouth, or I might have to hit this motherfucker in his mouth mm-hmm. to prevent it from going there. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, women usually don't have that. Like that 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 repercussion ain't that serious for them. Nah. They can bicker and go back and forth all day. Yep. So it makes perfect sense. Like when now that I think about it and I apply it, like of course, I'm not arguing and going back and forth for no lady, especially a woman that I don't know in a fucking food place. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna get to the point where oh, I gotta hit this bitch in her mouth. She can be disrespectful. Like she can be disrespectful. I gotta do it. I got on to. And on. Like there's nothing in me that's gonna be like, oh, okay, well I gotta, I gotta show this bitch that I'm a man by hitting her in her mouth. Men don't do that. Like that's not how mm-hmm. we're more problem solvers than we are talkers. Mm-hmm. It's not, I right, let's go back and forth until we come to an agreement and we feel better about this. Men, we're more so like, well, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want to happen from this conversation? All right, let's do that because I don't want to talk about it anymore. As I've seen men who are older and they're grown, and I guess that's where that phrase "happy wife, happy life" comes from. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like that men find that you shouldn't find yourself going back and forth like bickering with the lady and having yeah. those type of petty arguments. Yeah. So that, that's really important that you said that he said he had to make himself feel like a man and that's a, a big misconception and part of the reason why a lot of our young brothers are like they are they grew up around women they seen a mama arguing with niggas or arguing with other ladies and you think that that's something that you have to do but that isn't yeah. your role as a man 
yeah. just not enough men have told boys yeah. that or shown exactly. boys that like just argue like i don't argue with niggas bro exactly. it's gonna end one or two ways yeah so. and, and and absolutely and because it's and a lot of time i think a lot of black men they be jaded or they just they've been put down so much over time so you're always looking for your get back i gotta defend myself. I, I, but, I gotta but, defend myself but like you said there hasn't been other black men telling like bro i understand that but this ain't the area where your get back is yes I'll, let me show you where the area of your get back is when you've been played or down as a black man or a man but this ain't the area not with not with this woman and, not with words, not with bickering, yeah. not with fighting. Exactly. And then also, I want to speak to men. We spoke on another conversation, but like your reaction. Like, I can't, I will walk away from a situation, or I'll even might let somebody get over on me on something small if we're in a setting like that because I don't trust my reaction. And if I if I don't trust my reaction because I know that if I get mad, I'm going to like we spoke before, but I'm going to commit to it because I've, I've allowed, I've thought it through, and I said, I'm going there. And if I do that now, not only do I not trust my reaction, but I've chose to react. Now I'm out of control of what the result can be, just like him. So I, 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 I don't. Now you dead. Now you're dead. And my thing is always just like, bro, I'm not about to go to prison. Like it's always, I'm always thinking like, bro, I'm not going to prison for something stupid. Like I'm not. I'm always thinking because it's like we already got it working against us as black men. So I just that's always my. I'm never even thinking like somebody gonna whoop me or somebody gonna kill me. I'm always thinking like, bro, I, ain't trying I might to go, go to jail, jail behind. This. That's yeah, all. Like, bro, that's all I'm thinking about every time. I get like, to arguing with this random exactly. motherfucker in exactly. here. Exactly. He say the wrong thing because we don't went too far and I smacked the shit out of him. Yep. Now the police. <laughs> that's it. That's all I be thinking about. Bro. Yeah, like so. there's only so many scenarios that should be able to get you there. Like, like you said, Earth family. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about my mom, my wife, yeah. my kid. Like, okay, now we can go all the way. We can go as all far as you want to go. As far as you want to go. Uh, and that's probably the extent of it, though. Like, yeah. niggas will include money or respect or better respect. But like, all of that shit, like, bro, like, whatever. <laughs> it don't mean that much when you can live to see another day. I promise you. Oh, uh, yeah. I promise. And in a moment, a lot of niggas don't think about that. I know. Like, outside of, like, again, outside of my, your family. Because I, I I feel like that's what I would go all the way for. Mm-hmm. Other than that, even when you're talking about, my, man, that nigga owe me some money. Like, one of the best lessons I learned in Rich, we talked about this on the Sopranos podcast. <laughs> Shout out to my guy, Rich. Yeah. When Sonny told C, he was like, how much you let him borrow? $20. Motherfucker been running for me for three weeks. All right. Did you like him? Not really. Cool. You just paid $20 to get that motherfucker out of your life for the rest of your life. Never got to deal with him again. So even when motherfuckers talk about, oh, he owed me some money and such and such, and he ain't never heard from him again, you probably didn't like him no way. He mm-hmm. probably don't like you. Yeah. You let him borrow the money, yeah, you may feel like less of a man because he ran off with it, but guess what? You ain't never got to deal with it again. And that's that's such a great... And as we're talking about mentality, we talked about this before. Like, there was a little bit ago on one of our older episodes of, like, the airport situation. Same thing with a dude and a woman. But I told you, it's like, if you... If you you need to even if you got to trick yourself into saying by getting quiet, I won. Like you got to because men, I, like you said, go back and forth because you got to feel like I won because that's just us. Yeah, that's women, a, but you have to get the mentality. If I'm you know and, and you know what else because you little blah 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 and yo and this and you fat and and you got to like you just sit there quietly. Yeah, I won. You got to tell yourself that like you got to take you can't let your emotions are your emotions. You let somebody else have control over your emotion. 
You can't Yo, control my emotions. Trick you to getting out of character, then you lost. You definitely lost. They lost. You lost. They trick you to get out of character. You lost. Yeah, that's why you get quiet. Like, ah, you mad? Like, and just yeah. <laughs> you know. So, but uh, did you want to talk this Tennessee State thing, or you want to get more into the mentality? We can, we can push that back. We can get into the mentality. We run a right. long. Here. We has a good conversation. Yeah, this is gonna be one of them now. ones. This is this absolutely. Is... When you were coming up with mentality this week, what were you thinking, Mo? I thought we th- talked about it before, but I realized we didn't. And I, I've, I had to be honest with myself, Spike, about the job that I lost. Uh, I, while I still think I was dealt a bad hand, and of course I, I never not took the part that I played in it, I can say that I came into the job with a slight bit of arrogance. And I'm not an arrogant person, but I came from my experience. So by coming in, I was I was immediately ready to get to chill, get to the chill immediately. Like get in coast mode, right? Oh, I know what I'm doing. Cool. I'm in coast mode right away. I got an office by myself. It's three of us in this building. Nobody watching over me. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah. getting right to the coast, like immediately. Like I've been here for years. You know what I mean? Netflix on when I get. Oh yeah, all that. Oh, in, oh I'm watching yes. Netflix. Oh yes, I got the coffee brewing. It's on. Um, but it just made me think about my mentality. So at this job, I have been really cooking. I'm like, I'm everywhere. What you need? Oh, you got that? What you? Yeah. My mentality is like, nah, like, like generate value generate value and you do that through work ethic so i started thinking about the mentality i need to have yeah i'm not making this much yeah it's a little different but come into this job like yo i'm killing like y'all need me make y'all need me make sure you can never do that to me again like when you when a woman break up with you you be like you know what i'm I'm about to hit the gym i'm about to do this i'll make sure nobody will ever tell me this again so i'm so i had to change my mentality about work even though i got i'm trying to do this so that's what made me come up with this mentality Mm -hmm. subject question and this what you said you said something that it cleared up a lot for me with your job situation mm-hmm. i want to i want to know is this right because this happens to me i was wondering and i didn't know how to ask you i was wondering why you were so offended when that happened to you that you left that you walked out that you, you know you know what fuck y'all i ain't even giving y'all no two weeks i'm, I'm out of here mm-hmm but you just said something that made me realize what it was. When we get caught, <laughs> when we get caught <laughs> lacking, we get so fucking offended because you knew, you know, you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. But how dare these motherfuckers call me out on it? You thought you thought you you thought you was getting it off. <laughs> you thought that you was getting it off, and that's what offended you. I've been there because you're not as good as you thought you was. <laughs> you, it, that's what it is. It don't even be about the job. It don't even be about like because y'all really are right. Y'all probably should bring somebody somewhere else down the line. You're right. I dare y'all come to me and act like I ain't been doing what I'm supposed to do. When in reality, I haven't. But yeah. I thought that I was slick enough or was yeah. doing enough to get away with it, and now. Y'all calling me out on it and I'm offended. Would you say that's what happened? No. Close. I would say y'all got me on something else. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but that was it though. But, but in my mind, but, 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 but no, it in wasn't. Your mind, you it, feel it, like it, that. No, it wasn't a part of it, but it, it's it's cause it's like in your mind, you're like, 
you're let go. Maybe you're let go for this reason or whatever. It, they had no idea about this, but you're mad because it's like if you got me on this. Oh, okay, cool. You, you, I got caught. I didn't get caught, but you got me on this. So it's like, man, are you kidding me? Like, I even trying no way. That, that part, it's like you're wrong about something, but not this. Like, kind of situation. That's kind of and what that, I was. Okay, so and that's what makes you that offended. Like, y'all didn't even get me on the shit that y'all should have got me. On. <laughs> y'all think y'all smart, but y'all not. <laughs> Gotta. Uh, it could be. It, yeah. it, it, maybe it, it, you know. On the advocate side of my thinking, yeah, that's probably in there, the ego part of it. But in reality, for me, it, it really was just it's still like the like the the lack of communication. Like y'all, it wasn't like y'all did y'all, it was like one warning and it wasn't nothing of those lines. And then that was it. It was one warning. One time. One of so, the one of the most offensive things as a person, man, is like you said, when you you think that you figured out how to lack, how to slack off and <laughs> you on coast mode get on the coast but somebody but somebody call you out for it yeah right like yeah. and you like well wait where you getting that shit from like right, what the fuck are you talking now about you looking you, around you, like yeah you're like yeah, wait wait what you what do you mean so yeah i, I totally understand <laughs> i totally get that i've been there. now that's real y'all y'all ain't gonna get that type of content nowhere else because nobody nah. ever would be honest enough to say yo i was definitely yeah come yeah. on but it happens sometimes yeah it do then, like you said like nigga be like man bitch. i haven't I haven't earned the coast yet. Like that right, that's the right. problem. That's one of the problems. I didn't I came in, I didn't earn the coast. I'm looking at my back experience saying I've earned the coast cuz I've been in the industry for this many years, not looking at this is where you're at now, but you ain't been here for years. So that's the problem. It's I, I got this history. I'm a vet. I know what I'm doing, and I'm bringing all that to this job that I've been here for said months. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's a part of the problem at least in, in my thinking. And you know, uh, and then of course the ambition on of wanting other things probably play a part into it as well. But that mentality, mentality goes a long way, like <laughs> you're saying though. Yeah, one hundred percent. I can remember back. <laughs> so I used to work like retail shit. Like I worked at Walgreens, and uh, my cousin worked there with me, and she used to work in the cosmetic department. And again, I was what maybe 15, 17, 16, 17, 16 years old, seven, eighteen years old. Bro, she used to take that job so serious. I think she got promoted to like the head of cosmetic department. Mm -hmm. And I always used to be like, my mentality was like, why are you working so hard? This is Walgreens. Who mm -hmm. gives a fuck? Mm -hmm. Like they used to give you the little sales signs. You just hang up. I used to throw them motherfuckers away. Like I just, I used to be like, yeah. it was just like, cause my mentality was, oh, this is someone else's store. This yep. like. They don't gonna know either way or not. Like, you know, what just got to do with me. I, yeah, I just work here, bro. I mm -hmm. make nine dollars an hour. Like, what yeah. the fuck do I care? Yeah. But it's like what you're saying. When you start getting that mentality and you are proud of everything that you're doing because it represents you as a person, whether like it can just be a job. However, you are still the person working in that position and in that job. Mm -hmm. It still holds some weight to your name. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a good thought process and mentality and what you're saying because i i used to i'm i have a hard time sometimes getting to that place where like yeah. why should i even care about this bro mm -hmm. like I, i'm not gonna try mm -hmm. fuck what i try but that's a mentality that's a yeah. bad mentality to have like yeah. you should be wanting to add value your name goes with you everywhere you go yeah and, I, and it's, that's that's what all you're, you're a book reader so all of these books they're telling you the same thing over and over just like yeah. we just talked about with the, the the gentleman that lost his life it's like 
you could do the same job, just reroute your mentality on it. You could like, ah, I'm here, I'm working for somebody else, this is their dream. Or you could say, no, I'm my name is my name. This me. This me. Like, this I, yeah, I'm, 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 flipping, I'm doing yeah. fries and flipping burgers, but my name is my name. When they talk about me in the but grill section, some, yeah. they know Mari's be getting to it. So it's like, it, it really is a mentality where... I, I, let me take a little. It's hard further. for people to get there. It is very hard because you're you're so focused on the exterior. You're looking around so much. You ain't looking within yet. You you're looking at how the optics of what you're doing looks like versus the internal of. Okay, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm doing. You, we don't spend a lot of time on ourselves in regards to processing the mentality that where we at and then how we need to change that. You know what I'm saying? I know, Joe, you know, you're a big advocate on that mentality. I know he's hit me up about some previous episodes and we've talked about it. But I, with that mentality, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you figure out the balance between the victim mindset and 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 the defensive mindset? Because we got the right to be both, really, especially as a, us black people. Mm. Oh. The victim mindset, how does it serve you? Mm. I think it was what you got to ask yourself. Like how how does feeling like somebody getting over me or feeling like someone is using me or or whatever how does that serve you like are you going to put an end to the situation are you just going to be mad about it and have an attitude like what type of fire does that light under you Mm -hmm. and then assessing it from there um because what was the other aspect of you said like like more so I guess not defensive. That's probably not the word for it, but more so like owning it or, or kind of like spinning it on his head. Like, so for example, like uh, just say racism, like we got the right to do this. White people do us this way. White people do us that way. What, you know, yada, yada, whatever. But then on the other side, it's just like, nah, forget white people. Nah, we, I'm, I'm black. Like you always talk, I'm black. Now nah, you need to figure out how to do it. You need to figure out how to do this. You need to figure out how to do that and not really, I don't want to say acknowledge. Oh that. well, they they robbed me of the opportunity to yeah. do it, and now I'm sitting here and I I can't do it because it's too hard yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So how does that serve you? Like you know what I'm saying? No. We talked about adulting. Like as an adult, you learn. You start to learn. Like bro, nobody is coming to save you. Nobody. Like you got. You have to do it yourself. You may get help in in certain places, but every day you y'all. take you. Every <laughs> yeah. day it's you, nigga, in the mirror, yeah. Yeah. In the bathroom, in the bed, wherever. Like yeah, it's facts. you that has to figure it out. Yeah. So walking around in the sense of like, damn man, motherfucker did me wrong, and man, this motherfucker did me that way, and damn man, that's fucked up. Like, okay, what the, the, is is it fueling the fire for you to do something else? Mm-hmm. Where you're not in that position anymore? Or are you just walking around mad about? it? Mm-hmm. That's the first question you have to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this getting like? What? Before I become, like I said, a victim, like I, I very rarely say, "Man, motherfucker, shouldn't have done you like that." I, 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 that I've gotten my mentality at least strong enough in that sense where I very rarely think about that. A lot of it got to do with being an only child as well. I often feel like, okay, it's on you to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So what this happened? So what somebody did this? Okay, you can hold a grudge. You can move on and figure out another way to do it. But again, like one of the best questions you can ask yourself, I'll say it again. So motherfuckers understand, like, how does that serve me? How does playing the victim serve me? Like, the, like, cause it's for you at the end of the day, it's all about forward movement. And it's like, yeah. if it's holding you stagnant, 
I can't oh, sit here and stew in this. It okay. So it's it like it, it doesn't. That. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Um, and it it frustrates me, and I'm working on it. Frustrates me when people do. Like we talked about pet peeves. I hate when people like like oh woe is me and they come in and they telling you like yeah. all the bad shit that happened to them and oh you should feel sorry for me and oh, I, I know i know a person like this bro oh man i got a flat tire i was an hour. like bro i don't give a fuck bro <laughs> not in the sense of like i wish you well as a person but like why are you telling me like we oh, all gotta man. go through shit man i mean I, I'm, I'm big on that too I, I just more so like do something about it like that's that's where i'd be like I've gotten to that place where it's like, because you get, I've been there, I played that victim thing, and it's not like, oh, woe is me, everything, but more so like just like systemic racism and the challenges that it has played in my life. Uh, I've had that victimization thinking mentality, but eventually I got tired of hearing myself talk. And it's just like, okay, either you're going to do something about it or you're not going to talk about it. And so I knew I was like, well, I don't know what to do about it. So then I just stopped talking about it. I'm like, I ain't gonna keep complaining then. So that's kind of my take on kind of having that victim mindset of like, man, they do us this way. They always do. It's like, yo, either you're gonna do something about it or stop talking about it because it's not serving anything. Like, so I'm with you on that completely. Um, I think I'm even harder on myself in that. Like, before I'm like, damn, a motherfucker did this to me. Most of the time, the first thought that runs through my head, and this may be uh, egotistical or what is it called? Narcissistic. Like, Lou, how you let that shit happen? I can't believe you let this motherfucker get that off on you, man. Like, that's more so what I ask myself first versus Mm -hmm. this bastard got over on me. It's always for me. Like, (laughs) I can't believe Mm -hmm. that shit got by me on Mm -hmm. more of a personal attack thing. So. Uh, what age would you say that your mentality changed? And I'm, I mean, I know that's the generalization because it's it's different aspects of who you were keep progressing and changing. Different mentalities on different things, but like overall, like the thing that really changed your trajectory on who you are now at this age of Spike Lou. Like, what was the uh, uh, age that you feel like? Okay, this is why I made that real big change in my mentality i really got past something here by somebody presenting something or a life experience or something i was at this point or at least at some certain point in your life where it it's been continuous i think one of the first points was uh that brick i told you about that i had when i called my dad it was the first person i called mm-hmm. that was one of the first milestones i would say the second one was I actually joined church that Sunday. The church trail I was telling you about, like after that oh, yeah. happened, that Sunday is when I joined church. But the second one was moving here. Mm-hmm. Like I have conversations with people all the time who would tell me, "Hey man, from the time that you move, like the person that you are now that I'm talking to, that's a completely different person from when you left here." Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest things for me was just removing myself from people that I had known my whole life, yeah. and actually figuring out who the fuck that I was, what did I like. Uh, who, who do I want to be around? Like, what mm-hmm. appeases me? Like, even something small, like what we, we were talking about on Good Earners, like uh, when I put the golf video up, I wouldn't have had just the opportunity to understand that I liked that. I wouldn't have had time to go do that because I was running with people and doing stuff that I thought that I liked to do. It just that consumed me more so than having the freedom to figure out, hey, man, I like to do this, I like to do that, I like to do this, that, and the third. Now I can. 
I know that I, I well, I w- had the opportunity to figure out that I like it and I can lean into it. Mm-hmm. Removing myself from people that I had known my whole life, not in a bad way, like in the sense of, man, I'm glad I got away from them, but just being able to be an adult around just having to find new friends, mm-hmm. find new jobs, make more money. Like so open, like open-mindedness. Absolutely. Of, from that, that mentality of the move. Like even with we brought up Dan a couple of times here. Like when I moved down, like Dan probably wouldn't have been my friend at Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's just like because I wouldn't have probably never had an opportunity where I ran into him. Mm-hmm. And and like us being like working together and and building a rapport off music or um, even podcasting with the guys from Dan in. Like that probably wouldn't have been something that I would have done or leaned this heavily into podcasting since I've been here versus if I had been in Nashville. Cause it, the, those just weren't things that were around. It, it, it wasn't shit that nobody I knew was doing. Mm-hmm. I was leaning more so into things that everybody around me was doing. Okay. So leaving and and getting away from people that I had known my whole life and, and being able to try and say, hey, okay, well, I like hiking up Stone Mountain. Or I like doing podcasts and talking to motherfuckers or meeting new people. Like those things I was able to lean into and become more open-minded and be more, my mentality opened up as far as what I was willing to accept, things that I was willing to do or give a try. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely removing myself from the city that I grew up in. I would recommend for anyone, whether it's going off to college or, or whatever it may be, just at least trying to leave your hometown for maybe two, three years. See how that does. Yeah. You may hate it, you may love it, but just try it just to see how many new friends you can meet, what new things you learn about yourself, yeah. all of that shit. This is great. Let me, I think this would be a good place to put a bow on it. Let me speak to my minds as well. Uh, like, same thing, move. Of course, moving to Florida, like, my mentality was so simple. Like, I just watch YouTube and these vlogs. I'm just, whatever I'm into, watching tiny homes, just watching adventurous living that people were doing on YouTube. And I was looking at their smile. And I, and I realized I'm not smiling like that. Like I'm smiling, but not like that. Their smile, it could be, it could be fabricated, sure. But what I believed in what I was watching was something genuine in that smile. I was like, I know. So I, in my head, there's more out there, and I refuse to settle for just being here in Indiana. I know there's more out here. Indiana ain't got it, and that was my mentality. So my mentality I'll changed. And my wife talked to me, and everything's like, well, you know, I want to make sure you're cool with it because she has family here. I don't have family here, so I'm fully independent. You know what I mean? But I, I have my wife, of course. So I have my family, my family, family, but not my like, you know, mom, dad and all of them. So it's like that was one. But like just growing up, becoming accountable, having a child changed my mentality on, from a protector standpoint. I'm, I've always been passive, but it made me to be more aggressive when I need to be because I have a child. Um, uh, it's just a lot of things, man. Accountability, you know, uh, understanding I don't know everything. Like just man, that was like huge. Understanding that a uh, one plus one, uh, one plus one don't always equal two in life events. Um, that it just ain't always that way. Like, cause I do this, don't mean I'm gonna get this result. That was probably the biggest change in my mentality. I stopped looking at things a certain way when that changed. Uh, just understand that the chips will fall where they're gonna fall. Um, I don't know. This might be worth a part two, man. This is this is pretty. There's a lot more to this. Um, facts. That was good. 
Yeah, that was good. Vitality I think yeah, good. I think yeah, we we we've held y'all long enough, man. Uh Spike, what you got going on before we get out of here, brother? Uh, let's see. We're taking a couple of weeks off for Dead End Sports. I think the month of July will be off. We'll be back to it at the end of July. So maybe three weeks. So um don't be on the lookout for that. Of course, on deck still coming every Wednesday. A couple of frames per second stuff. We're doing a review of the TV show. TV show from you guys have watched that. It's pretty good. We should have fun. Nick, Ken, and myself going to do a review of season two on that. That'll be out this week. And uh, we're reviewing the HBO Max show Idol. The last episode is this week, so we're going to do a live on that and the Bear. The FX show, The Bear. We're going to be doing a review on that as well. So be looking on all your little YouTube, your podcast spots where you can find me. I'll be there with new stuff this week. And of course, good earners. Me, you, and Rich, man. Rich has been a great addition Boy. to the show. <laughs> um, love having the guy on with the third perspective. I think Three Men on yeah. The Sopranos is really, really good. We found a stride there. Yeah. Uh, so check that out every Monday too. I've enjoyed watching the Sopranos again. So we working, man. What about you? Uh, same, like I said, Good Earners Mondays. Been having a great time with that. Um, y'all can find that on, of course, your podcast. But we're on YouTube with that. Speaking of YouTube, our next episode, Chapter Fifty, we will officially be on YouTube. I'm not sure if it's going to be on Fridays or it's going to be Saturday mornings. I'm not sure yet, but just know either Friday or Saturday. Y'all start getting the YouTube videos for so so for some of y'all that just want to watch react our facial reactions when we having conversations, or y'all just rather watch it on your TV screen while you're cleaning up or doing stuff or your lunch break at work, y'all y'all will have access to that now. Um, but it will not be the same. So you understand that there won't be the music aspect of it because of rights and things of that nature on YouTube. So it'll be a, it'll be more just of us. You ain't gonna it, write no raps. You ain't gonna make no music for it. I mean, I already got. A, I, mean, I got my my song is the song of the show, but other than that, I mean, it won't be no instrumentals in Jeff, our vocals. Big Jeff wrote a rap a rap for his podcast. I'm just letting you know, man. Yo, Big Jeff got a full was 16 on full sport press. So. Is it is it the song for the show? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna check out. I'm checking that out. Check out when full I, sport press. The, that that rap coming in. That's Big Jeff. Okay, soon 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 as I get off franchise, I should say that's his name. Franchise. Yeah. Franchise. That's fire. That's his rap name. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then roll the audio drama series season four. Still working on it, but that should be coming in the late fall. So I got a lot of supporters. It's gonna be behind a paywall, y'all. So for those that are supporters over there that listen to this show, y'all already know it's gonna be behind a paywall. I will give y'all more information as things are revealed. But until then, awitb2022 at gmail.com. Um, rate, subscribe, all of those things, and we out you. Text some, text the number too. Yeah, it's on IG. Addition today, find a number on IG and text it. Leave a voice note. <laughs>